All of us have bad habits we'd like to break. Maybe you bite your nails. Maybe you text sad things to your ex at 3 a.m. Maybe you just wish you could stop picking your nose, finally. Whatever the habit, you can zap it! The Zap It is a new, patented device which doesn't just help you resist impulses. It actually trains your brain to stop sending them. Program the Zap It to react to the habit you want to break, and any time you engage in that behavior, the Zap It will send an electrical signal through your nervous system that will make you want to stop. After one week of continuous use, the Zap It is clinically proven to reduce your unwanted behaviors by 80%. Once you've broken one habit, simply reprogram the Zap It to help you break the next. Have a bad habit? Don't break it! Zap it! Side effects may include jumpiness, stress, insomnia, nausea, hair loss, a general sense of uneasiness, and definitely absolute pain. Electroshock therapy should probably not be used in a home setting. The zap it works by hurting you, so please don't call us whining that it hurts. You should have thought of that before biting your nails, shouldn't you, Rhonda? Yes, come to see you. Welcome to episode 165 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm David. I'm Tefra Jemian. Uh, thanks. <laughs> oh, man. So, so we're, we're doing a first thing in the morning recording and it's a shit show. What I've learned is David doesn't have a last name. Yeah, no, I'm like Cher and I assume Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did Beyonce have a last name? Mrs. Carter tour. Is she Mrs. Carter? Did she take She went on the name? Mrs. Carter tour. I don't know if she's actually legally Knowles Carter. No, she is. She's Knowles Carter. She's Knowles Carter. She's Knowles Carter now. Hmm. So Knowles anyway. is a weird name. Just going to point that out. <sighs> it's a bit of a, It's it doesn't roll off the you tongue. Can't, you can't say mm. stuff about Beyonce. You Knowles. can't do that. Oh, sorry for the massive hate that's going to come flying yeah. at you and not me, because I am hardly associated. This is the final episode of Up for Discussion ever. We said a weird thing about Beyonce. We're done now. We're canceled. The show is canceled. Uh, thank you to the two of you for being here. You're sort of our behind the scenes people for this show. Aw, uh, yeah. Our chief copywriter, Tefra Jemian, and chief guy who does the fake ads, David Hall. Aw, uh, that's me. You said my last name. Oh, no. Now I have to go. <laughs> David <Edit>. redacted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we had a scheduling fun time this week where no one was free to record, and I called in my ringers. We're so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies in advance. Yeah. yeah. I don't so- know. I have a lot of opinions. Yeah, but mine shouldn't be heard. <laughs> Clearly. I keep those thoughts in my inside head. <laughs> Putting them on my mouth words is difficult <laughs> for other people. I always hated it when teachers told me to use my inside head. <laughs> Tom, 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 Tom. David, stop. What? Use your inside head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's just staring. 
How do you, you use broke Tom. It's a thousand yard stare? <laughs> you broke Tom. It's it's like when when you're learning to meditate for the first time and they're like, think about nothing, and you're like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's actually one of the worst experiences that mm. I can remember when I first started doing theater, and it was just like, yeah, no, we're just gonna like do a thing, just roll with it, and my first reaction was like, I don't, I don't, what, I don't. Does this make sense to everybody? Yeah, just lie on the floor and pretend you're an antenna. And the world around you is just like reaching into your antenna. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) all right, I'll go with you, crazy lady. Let's go on a journey. One of the things I do is is teach small children yoga, very small children yoga. I mean, I don't. I help. I assist. I'm not doing the teaching, thank God. Um, but I sit in the back of the room, and it's always fun when the teacher is explaining meditation to them, which she only does with the oldest class, who are like K through three, third grade. And on the one hand, I think they're better than any grown-ups at meditating. But on the other hand, they're just like, but what? Like, what? It, what? How old are these yeah. kids? Um... They're a range of ages from kindergarten through grade three. So like. Okay. So like four to ten. Yeah. Our our youngest classes are like three and four year olds. I have a question. Yeah. Their form of meditation. (laughs) Is it just nap time? Because no. I would take full advantage of that no. moment to be like, this is just nap time. So like Sebastian, uh, uh, I can never say that word, but the one. Sebastian Bach. Sebastian Bach, the pose at the end of a yoga class where you lie on the ground is kind of nap time. But the meditation, they have to like set up. They have to do their hand mudras. They have to like, like be, they're, they're very good at it. <laughs> they're receptive. Yeah, they don't yeah. realize how silly they look yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> That's important in yoga. Their backs aren't bad yet. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Too real. God. There there was that tweet going around recently that was um, a series of photos uh, of, like, this is what your back looks like, or this is what your spine looks like when you sit on your wallet, and sort of showing the, like, curve in the spine that happens if you sit on your wallet for too long. Uh And uh, I felt that on a deep personal level. Does sitting on your wallet really affect your spine posture that much? It does. Are we all just the princess and the pea? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. I don't know. I don't sit on my wallet. Yeah, Apparently Tom does. My wallet is the size of a barge. It doesn't fit in my pocket. What if you've got like a big, gooshy butt? Mommy. And it like just absorbs the wallet as you sit on it. And it just makes an indent. No, this is a serious question. At what point does the wallet no longer be a factor? Yeah, I mean, I guess if... Uh, probably never. I think probably it always is a little bit of a factor. I don't know. Ever present. Yeah. But um, my... Um, my massage therapist, who's also in osteo school, a uh, friend of the show, Nate Pearl... Um, kind of was on my ass for a long time about <laughs> not having my wallet in my on your ass on my ass <laughs> i just feel the need to point out that through this whole conversation tom has been like has his hand under one butt cheek and just kind of sitting there like it's like this this is where the wallet goes yeah. like this yeah no but it has a butt in it that's why they're so concerned this is like tom you do realize that there's just a rectangular shaped square <laughs> indent in your butt, right? I like I was the only one who knew about that. <laughs> oh, no, David knows me intimately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. I have a bad habit Let's of... Let's not talk about theater school. Sitting on my wallet. Bad year. 
Guys, we all have bad habits. Whether it's sitting on your wallet, smoking, biting your nails, microaggressions, or voting for Trump, it seems like everyone's trying to cut back on negative behavior. But what about establishing positive behaviors? Introducing a positive habit can be as beneficial as kicking a negative one. Thankfully, Patreon.com is here to make that easier for you. If you pledge to us on Patreon, you're establishing a positive monthly habit of supporting good folks making great content. It's like a gym membership for your bank account. Go to patreon.com slash up for discussion to make this year a little more wholesome. Go ahead, David. (laughs) (laughs) I had to hold that one in. I was just like trying to think of, so (laughs) if it's like a gym membership for your bank account, is it one of those things it's like you get at the beginning of the year and then you're just like, you forget about it for a year and we just you just take all your paying. money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like you, the thing that you do because it's like, man, I, I just really want to get in shape for the new year. New year's resolutions. You know what? 2018 going to fix myself up. Go for a day. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this. Forget about it. Pay for <laughs> it for a year. It. Yeah. We, I, I did that to someone once. There was someone I supported on Patreon for two years because I forgot that I was supporting someone on Patreon. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, Tom, I... don't give them that idea. <laughs> well, I mean, it's totally fine. We yeah, still get their funny. money. <laughs> but what if they notice? I mean, we're funny, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. We are. Um, yeah. yeah, I recently had the gym call me and be like, do you realize like you have paid us this much money over the months to do nothing? And I was like, shut your face. Wow. <laughs> like, That's the most incredulous, <laughs> judgmental shit that I've ever heard. It's just like, you know, you don't really come in anymore. Is everything yeah. okay? Yeah. They were like, are you planning to come in? I was like, no. <laughs> I had a pastor do that to me once. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> That's several of them. <laughs> Anyway, Patreon. If you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us on Patreon, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, Carlea, Thomas, George Poppy, Alex from Play the Mind, Gillian, pronounced Gillian, Jan, and our newest patrons, Cillian, pronounced Killian, and Angie. And if you give at least $5 a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. Jeffrey, who does our first Patreon topic come from? Our first Patreon topic comes from Candace, who asks, What do you do when you are trying to start a good habit or stop a bad one? Well, Candace, I pledge to patreon.com slash up for discussion. <laughs> I'm stopping money. soda, Candace continues, and starting to work out, and I really have trouble not grabbing a soda when I'm out and getting workout in every day. Both of those things. When I first read this question, I thought it was just one of those things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I don't, I'm, I, <laughs> habits fan. Is this habits. like, are we the right group to ask this question? <laughs> this to? I have a lot of thoughts. Okay. Let's, <laughs> all right. Let's hear them. Um, um, largely because I, I, I have, I have spent a lot of time trying to make myself be a different person. Um, I think that breaking, well, I feel very on the spot now. They're, you're both just like staring at me like, Teffer, teach us. Tefer. Okay. David we started this off by saying, I have lots of ideas. <laughs> David and yes, I will stare and? at each other while you talk. <laughs> okay. Tell us about I'm done. Soulfully, please. Um, it only works if you talk. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Our gaze is think, too intense. I think, I think breaking bad habits doesn't work unless you replace them. I think only replacing habits works. Mm. Like, I am a historic nail biter for my entire life because I am a high anxiety person. And, like, the only thing that had me no longer chew my nails down to stubs all the time because I'm vain and I didn't want to do that is I started carrying around a glass nail file so anytime I like feel a little jaggedy part on my nail I'm like I'm gonna file that instead (laughs) of biting it off and it works um 
that's that's my thoughts on that. So like I think if like if you're trying to like cut out soda, just like replace it with some other nice fizzy thing like <laughs> seltzer. Like beer yeah. or <laughs> beer. Grab a beer. Every time I mean, you want a soda, grab a beer. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> I mean that won't backfire. It says what's the question? It says uh trying to start a good habit. That could be a good habit. It could be a good habit. Yeah. And I mean, beer is just liquid bread, so getting your carbs in before a heavy workout seems mm-hmm. to be a terrible idea because that's a that, no, don't do that. That's bad. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you have a bit of a buzz on when you work out Maybe it would hurt less, and maybe you'd feel less horrifically judged by the other people in the room. Yes to that one, but also to the first one. If you're going to the gym and you're a little buzzed and you're just like, wow, this is so much easier, and your muscles are screaming out in pain, but you're too numb to feel it, you're going to wake up the next morning with so many problems. I mean, I've got to say, like, when I was training, when I when I used to actually do athletics, what they always told us was, like, if it hurts, that's good. I now mean, I can't do sports point. anymore because my body is really broken. Pain is just weakness <laughs> in your body. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that rings true for me. When I, I cut out soda and beer at the same time a few years ago, um, mostly just because I started to realize that every time I had a bubbly drink, my tummy was mad at me. <laughs> and I just replaced it with water. So I was just like, you know what? I've been drinking a lot of soda pop. Every time I want to drink, I'm going to just fill up a water bottle. Mm-hmm. I lost like 30 pounds and then I gained it back by eating a lot more pizza. So <laughs> what's your habit for pizza? What's your bad habit for pizza? Like, or what are you going to replace it with? There are no bad habits regarding pizza. No, no. The good habit was replacing beer and soft drinks with water and pizza. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, if you're trying to drink more water and you don't like how water tastes, because mm. some people don't like how water tastes. Yeah. I've heard good things about getting a soda stream. Coffee is also great. Coffee's great. Coffee dehydrates you. Like, fuck, though. Uh, Or, like, infusing water, which is something I do sometimes to get myself to drink more water. Hmm. Put in, like, some hibiscus or some ginger or some... Coffee. Yeah, I like to just diffuse my water with coffee. It's just an Americano. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, infused water is great. all my water with Americanos. I'm so effective now. Gross. I mean, my thing about bad habits is that I am just a walking bad habit. (laughs) I am a perpetual stream of bad habits. And the thing is that I'm self-aware of them. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm doing wrong. I'm just like, I'm going to change that one thing for three days and Mm -hmm. then never do it again because I'm a piece of shit. But, but at the same time, I have fun about it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not falling off like, the horse and I'm not like fully falling apart at the seams. Mm-hmm. I think there's a balance yeah. in that regard. But it's always good to instill good habits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, it's, it's hard to force yourself to do something you don't want to do is part of it. Like you, if you're trying to start a new habit, but it's a habit you have absolutely no actual interest in starting, you're not going to succeed at it. Mm-hmm. You have um, to actually want the thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you bargain. Mm-hmm. You make a bargain with yourself that this is a thing I don't want, but if I do it, I'm going to get that other thing that I really do want. Right. So it's like, I'm going to drink some water instead of soda pop later. Then I'm going to have six pizzas. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I mean, you really yeah. want those six pizzas well, yeah, more than anything. <laughs> so yeah. you'll be more inclined to do it. And then the only thing you'll have to do is that after your workouts, you'll get in the habit of eating six pizzas. Yeah. And then later you'll have to replace that habit with another one. Yeah. You can eat six salads. You could eat six more pizzas. More pizzas. <laughs> And then you have the best habit of all. You've started a new career path. You're now a competitive pizza eater. Yeah. <laughs> it's flawless logic, honestly. But one thing that I find helpful is... Uh, I, not even helpful. One thing that I think would be a smart idea is if you talk to your employer about staying on your ass about your new habit. So if you're like oh, trying no. to have like... If you're trying to have like water breaks throughout the day... Just be like, hey, boss, I think I'll be more productive if I drink a lot more water. Can you make that part of my job, literally? And then your boss will make that part of your job. And then you'll do it. You'll get paid to drink water. I hate that so much. Or on the flip side, (laughs) in the nightmare scenario, hey, this thing that I'm having a very hard time doing consistently on my own. Hey, can you make it financially like tied? (laughs) So if I don't do it, just fire me. Yeah. But that's the thing. People are so much more motivated by their finances than they are by their, like, wanting to be healthy or whatever. So, I mean, like, I, yeah, would, I, I would do that. You would do that, but I don't trust myself to do that <laughs> for a long period of time. I'd be like, wow, I'm so stressed about this thing. I will do it for a week and then forget. Here's the I thing. Mean, like, David, you're an actor. Let's say you get cast in the next big Marvelous movie and you have to be a super buff boy for the superhero films, right? Yeah. I'll be a super buff boy for the superhero movie. And then after the superhero movie's done, I'm going to turn into a flabby pancake. It takes 10 (laughs) weeks to build a habit. Guaranteed, if you do the work to become a superhero macho muscle man, by the end of that movie shooting, you'll still want to keep being a superhero muscle man. I know me. I know (laughs) me so very well. I will be miserable being a super buff boy. And like I'll feel good at one point being Mm -hmm. like, wow, this is super neat and super cool. Hello, muscles. I don't know. Who are you? Who is this man? And then by the end of the shoot, I would go home, be like, ah, wow, what a load off. Let's eat six pizzas. <laughs> and then I would eat six pizzas. And right. then I would be back to my flabby boy man. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do have to say like a counterpoint to that is that I used to play the sports ball a lot and worked out like regularly and was extremely buff. And uh, that was in high school when, like, I had to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, you had to be in sports because we didn't have PE. And uh, basically, I graduated and I went to university. And I was like, nobody is ever going to make me do a mile of lunges again. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and that was that. Right. So, like, I mean, I think, I think, like, a big thing is that, like, if you're doing a habit, you have to be doing it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I have tried to lose weight for dudes before it doesn't fucking work because like you go to the gym and you're like yay i hate myself that i am doing this and that i am staying with somebody who wants me to change my body for them Hmm. and then you get really depressed and you drink a lot like yeah (laughs) yeah but like but if it's for you if it's like i'm gonna work out to make my body feel good yay i like working out that's like a totally different yeah i still think that money can be a motivator though no, because yeah. you've if had you better bosses than me. I think if you if you trust your boss, current yeah. it, current excluded, but right. like if you want your boss to actually get on your ass about another thing, yeah. like I don't know, it might be a gender thing, but like when I have bosses being like, <clears throat> "You're a very confident young woman. You might want to work on that." 
like mm. real true story true yeah. story like i don't also <laughs> want that dude being like oh bitch did you drink your water right. like the other thing that i just thought about yeah is that something that usually also helps is changing your environment right so in the case of question asker i forget names candace candace if you always go for a sodi pop on your way to the gym just take a different route that has no sodi pops mm. Uh, or put a blindfold on when you walk past the <laughs> sodi pops. Or, or don't bring any money. <laughs> or yeah, don't that's, bring any money. Yeah. yeah, when I'm trying not to buy things, I just never, I just don't take my wallet. That works too, yeah. because yeah. I remember you were talking about gym stuff, and yeah. then I remember it's just like, wow, I remember when I had a terrible habit of never tying my shoes, <laughs> and that changed. Because I didn't have to wear sneakers anymore once I <laughs> went to university and I didn't have to do gym class anymore. And then I just wore loafers all the time. I didn't have laces. Bad habit gone. Yep. Changed my environment. Yep. <laughs> and that's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> you put yourself in a position where it's just like, I will adapt to these changes because fuck the old way. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think fuck it is definitely a big motivator. <laughs> You get tired enough of having a habit, eventually you're just going to kick it. No, that's true. That's definitely true. There was a long period of time when, uh, oh, goodness. Oh, my brain is hurting on this memory. But there was a very bad habit where I would just lose my keys all the time. Oh, no. And the thing was is that I would go out and I just lost my keys. And I come home and be like, somebody please let me in. It's like four o'clock in the morning. Please let me in. And I just got really embarrassed <laughs> in that situation. I'm just like, nah, I'm just going to glue my keys to my bag now. Yeah. So now I have a habit of just keeping my keys in my bag. Right. But if I lose my bag, oops. Yeah. Yeah, that's one that I, I've i never had trouble with losing stuff, but only because my default with stuff is to be like, hmm, well, uh, I'm going to put my phone in exactly this spot on this table the first time that I take it out of the pocket. And uh, that's where my phone lives now. And and if I put it in a specific pocket in my jeans, it will never enter a different pocket ever when I leave the house. And then I'm like, it's impossible for me to lose things because they have to be in the right spot. And I don't have OCD. Fuck you. <laughs> I didn't and say then, like, what, I, what I was going to say actually is just that I feel like talking with you on this particular subject is strange because you're a person of enormous self-discipline and like it seems to come very naturally gross yeah I don't so like like, you. like occasionally tom will just be like how could you like leave this thing here this makes no sense obviously this goes here and i'll just be like i put down my mug and i forgot where i put it like this happens to real people and tom's just like no it doesn't no it doesn't that doesn't happen <laughs> well i'm a real person <laughs> Um, so, so it's, it's kind of funny. It's sort of like talking to a robot about habits, <laughs> but a very nice robot. That's yeah. Okay. One yeah. that can easily be programmed. Yeah. Yes. yes. Tell me what you want me to do. I mean, it's impressive. I would like to know your secrets, but like. You can sign up for my master class. Seven sessions. This. $100. Learn to be a robot like me. I hate how close into my eardrum this is. <laughs> Is this a betrayal of your trust? <laughs> Podcasting is the most intimate medium. I hate. Oh, oh no. no. You can stop right no, now. No. Right this moment, mister. You You're can. in a time out. Back up. Oh, man. No noises. <laughs> I think it's true that like you need to actually want to build the habit. You need to be fed up enough with the bad habit. 
what what are our other conclusions here? <laughs> replacing it. Replacing it is replacing helpful. It. That doesn't work for forming a new one, but like for getting rid of a bad one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Change of environment. I yeah. feel like if you put yourself in a position where it's just like, if let's say you've been a gross dumpster boy forever sure <laughs> and you move out to a new area you get a fresh slate yeah. that is a good start to start building new habits yeah. or start uh creating small changes within yourself because it's like you're forcing yourself to do all these things at once mm-hmm. in the first place you're already going to be receptive uh, receptive to adapting the way mm-hmm. you just are yeah. naturally i find yeah um, stacking Stacking what? is super helpful. Stacking tasks. What? You know, if you're, oh, God. you're, you're moving out. <laughs> it's like, I don't, it's, I mean, I guess you could make a pyramid of boxes and <laughs> then like, that'll like help you visualize your goals yeah. and aspirations. Yeah. Just, no. just write, write your bad habits on the bo- on a cardboard box. Yeah. Put them all together and start stacking them. Now, knock them over. You've now gotten rid of your bad habits. That's Move the, on with life. That's all it takes. I think you two should start a self-help podcast. Oh, God. That would be bad. <laughs> but also, very helpful for no so one. Good. <laughs> Eat healthy. Exercise regularly. Take cold showers. Avoid sugar. Practice yoga. Drink more water. Meditate. Practice mindfulness. Wear barefoot shoes. Avoid fat. Eat more fat. Go Try vegan. paleo. Do crossfit. Drink bone broth. Try black P90X. Try a Thirty squats a day. Eat more day squats. Keto strong. Eat good more protein. Eat less eat. Avoid the dirty dozen. Try a bar Drink green Staying healthy can feel overwhelming at times. Sometimes it feels like you have to change all your habits just to meet the baseline. But sometimes. All it takes is one little change. Ether Kombucha contains four powerful probiotic strains along with essential vitamins and antioxidants, all in a delicious, refreshing package which helps regulate digestion, support the immune system, and aid in the body's natural detox processes. Living healthier can be a treat with Ether Kombucha. Ether Kombucha. Do what works for you. For more information, follow us on Instagram at Ether Kombucha. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Our second Patreon topic comes from Gabriel, who asks, which pasta shape is best? I have very strong feelings about this. There is only one correct answer, but I will let Tom do the thing that he did so because tom did a thing and told me about it this morning and i went tom oh tom Just speaking of tom oh having God. unusual habits let's get uh, into this so the past few days basically since like since we kind of moved out of winter into spring and the sun started coming up in the morning again um I've been waking up way too early every morning because my body's just like, mm, daytime, it must be time to wake up. And then it's like an hour before my alarm. What a good habit. 
I hate it. I hate it. Um, and the worst part is that I always have to pee when I wake up. So I can't even like go back to sleep till my alarm goes off. Cause I just lie there being like, well, my bladder is ready. Um, so this morning, uh, last night before bed, Teffer said, um, wouldn't it be fun if for that pasta talk, we made a bracket like, like in a sports tournament, but I don't remember exactly how you said it, like a March madness kind of thing. I was, no, I wouldn't have said March madness. No, yeah. I, I was almost asleep. Yeah. Also, and anyway, I ended up dreaming about that all night, just pasta playing sports and shit. <laughs> and so when I woke up this morning, really having to pee at six o'clock in the morning, I was like, well, I guess I can uh, go make a bracket now. Uh, and then I spent like two or three hours making a, a bracket for us with uh, 16 different types of pasta noodles on it. Uh, and we're going to... It is the most wonderfully <laughs> horrible, great thing I've ever seen. It is just a black square with gray boxes inside you know it's with pasta aesthetically it's very unpleasant uh i'm going to also when this episode is shared out i'm going to tweet the empty grid so that you guys can put in your winners uh and tell us who you think is the best pasta shape um but yeah basically we have 16 different pastas in the running uh it's your standard uh tournament style where they're two against you know two against each other moving forward to find out who goes on to the finals, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, <laughs> our first pairing to decide uh, who moves on in the first round is macaroni versus ravioli. Now, macaroni is the small tube boys with, that are popular with cheese. Uh, and ravioli is when you get two squares of pasta squished together with stuff in the middle. I'd like to take this moment to let the audience know that Tom has prepared a second sheet of paper <laughs> with all the names of the pasta on them with his own description. Whether they be right or wrong, I don't know. They you are decide. what we are going with. <laughs> because Anyways. I actually very much appreciate you making this sheet because I, I like hopefully other humans out there, don't know what they're putting in their mouth when they do. Mm. So... I'll go to a place and be like, I want this food. It sounds good. Put it in my mouth, please. And they're like, do you know what you're doing? I'm like, no. <laughs> I've, I've, I've ordered that a couple of times. They're like, that sounds like it might be good. Surprise. feel surprise. Can you just ruin my face with pasta? I don't care what pasta. Just ruin me with pasta. <laughs> just give me that burger, burger daddy. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> so what do you guys think? Macaroni versus ravioli? I mean, I would say macaroni for the sole per for the sole reason <laughs> that for this argument, it's pasta shape, not contents. It's a pasta shape. Ah. Mm. Macaroni is your homeboy. It has been with you <laughs> since the beginning. Since when you first started nomming down on pasta boys. And ravioli is like something you started experimenting with in college. Mm. And like you were like, all right, this is cool. This is a cool twist on pasta. Yeah, I I think I'm with you on that one. I feel like ravioli is delicious, but it's not as versatile as macaroni. You can do a lot more with macaroni. You can trust macaroni. When you bite into a ravioli, you don't know what's going to be in there. You're right. It's you a secret. It's, like, a, it's a secret and it could ruin you. Yeah. Like what if you are a vegetarian and you're like, oh, here's some mystery ravioli. Maybe it's meat. Maybe it's cheese. 
and that it's meat. Yeah, I've got to say I was leaning towards team ravioli, but then I thought about it and realized like I really only like cheese ravioli. Mm. And it, and I do. I feel terribly betrayed when I bite into a ravioli and it's like some pork or some shit. Right, or spinach. Like, <laughs> no, I like the spinach the and cheese stuff. The ultimate betrayal. <laughs> but like, or like pumpkin ravioli that everybody's into. Oh, I'm no, just no, like, no, 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 no. Pumpkin doesn't go in a pasta. No, also, the thing about macaroni is that macaroni will always uh, have a special place in my heart when you get it on a cheesy pan and then you put them breadcrumbs on oh, and yeah. then you bake it. Yeah. And that's delicious. Mm-hmm. That's Counterpoint. Uh oh. Shells are a lot better than. Oh, macaroni. hold up. We're, we're not talking about we're shells. We're not right there now. yet. We are not there yet. <laughs> Shut your beautiful face. We're not <laughs> talking about shells yet. Other point about ravioli ravioli is really hard to make. I've done it. It's True. not recommended. True. It sucks. True. Okay, so I guess we can agree. Macaroni moves on. Macaroni moves on. Oh, God, we have to write this down so we can keep track. Tom, Tom, Macaroni. there are two rows in the next bracket. Yeah. Do I understand? Oh, I see how it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, have never done You've the March done Madness. It. You've never done the March Madness? <laughs> it's my favorite dance. Okay. okay, our next round is Fusili, which is the long, thick corkscrew ones, versus Anelli, which are the small rings of pasta. Oh, Fusili, please. Yeah, I feel like this one's not even. please. Right? Yeah, yeah. the rings, it, you can't even really eat the rings. So like SpaghettiOs are on this list? Basically, like, yeah. They're basically SpaghettiOs. <laughs> like, that, you could have found a better. I'm just, I you, you didn't, there's a lot of pasta that didn't make it onto this list. There and you, is. And you chose that. Yeah. I mean, Tom um, only had this morning to really break <laughs> down the top tier 16 the thing is combatants. like fusilli might be my favorite pasta shape we'll see we'll see when we mm-hmm. get through this bracket but it might be and i'm kind of disappointed that it that we didn't get to talk about it more oh. because it was just against such a like well in the next round it'll be up against macaroni so just you know that's going to be hold, hold your horses fight. david and i are just going to like tear each other's hair out basically okay. it's good that there's it's good that there's three of us because it means that if there's a disagreement we can have a tiebreaker for yeah. any given round i thought about this very very <laughs> <laughs> okay our next round is tagliatelle which is uh the egg-based ribbon pasta it's narrow versus uh the wagon wheel umama rock me also called rotelli by literally nobody except for italians well there is a clear answer. Yeah. There is a very clear answer. I just feel like both of these are shitty. You gonna rock me? I am in so much awe of what you just said. <laughs> <gasps> Wagon wheels are the best. Also, I'm gonna call it early. I'm, I'm gonna make the argument what? now that oh, wagon yeah. wheels are the what? best. I shape. might not. Agree I will on save. That. I will save my very strong good boy points mm-hmm. for later. But I will say, in this bracket, it is a non-contest. It is Wagon Wheels. I'm with you. And also, Teffer, you like Tagliatelle, right? Because the like last ish. couple times we ordered from that pasta place, no, that's like what the, you ordered. I like the rosé sauce, but ah, okay. like I would, I would rather a different. But no, but Wagon Wheels are shit. Like, How dare you? <laughs> I, you can you can make. Do you think that Wagon the, Wheels are wagon, be, wagon, better or worse wagon, than Tagliatelle? I think Tagliatelle are better. I think like, wagon wheels, you boil a wagon wheel, it falls apart. It doesn't have the heft. 
I'm it doesn't sorry. Have, doesn't have, what kind of knockoff garbage, terrible have, wagon wheels are you getting? It doesn't have the necessary heft. You are. It doesn't. It doesn't have enough surface area to grip sauce correctly. It doesn't have any nooks and crannies you, to cradle things. It's just a, it's a garbage piece of pasta. A wagon wheel has so many nooks and crannies. It is only nooks but and they're crannies. They're so narrow that everything just goes plop right out of it. What kind of shape are you look? The wagon what? wheel. It looks like a how, wagon how wheel. How big are they? It's kind of hard. Are they to, like to mistake. nickel shaped? Qu- what are those? <laughs> I just she just made the shape of like a silver dollar in her hand. That's how a big giant are the wagon, wagon wheels wagon wheel. that you deal with. I deal with like okay, maybe nickel quarter sized. Yeah, maybe they're ones. nickel quarter sized ones. They're shitty and crappy, and they fall apart and they're bad. <laughs> Unless you make them wrong, like, you make them <laughs> el dente. They're the kind dente. of pasta you have to put in soup because they're not good for anything else. Uh, you are wrong. Counterpoint: If you can put something in soup, that's great. <laughs> Yeah, like no. I understand well, I mean, that I've lost because of numbers, but real. I need you both to know that you're just wrong. <laughs> this is going to be a hot button issue yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> I'm very excited for people to send us their completed brackets. Okay, oh. well, yeah, but you know what? Nobody is going to choose wagon wheel. Wagon wheels, because nobody fucking likes wagon wheels. I think you're wrong. Yeah, I think you're wrong based on the statement that I like wagon wheels. Yeah, unfortunately, we're gonna. You know I'm gonna write wagon wheels down. I think yeah, you're yeah, assuming we're, that you're a somebody. We're moving on with with wagon wheels as the winner of that round. The next round, spaghettini, which is a long, thin version of spaghetti, versus penne. This is hard for me. This is a very hard one. <laughs> this is like the most complicated, tricky one because like hard. these are both my my very cherished. I get these at restaurants what, all the time. What yeah. if we just strung some penne on some spaghettini and then? <gasps> Just, just made. We just combine them to the next bracket, and it's just necklace pasta. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you've created a new shape. That's unprecedented. <laughs> I feel like this is unorthodox. And <laughs> I think we can do it. The yeah. uh, penne are the. Uh, I, I didn't tell you guys what penne are oh, for yeah. the audience at home. Penne are the medium tubes with uh, <laughs> diagonal cut edges and ridges and ridges. Yeah, rough. Rigatone penne, penne. Uh, ridge. <laughs> Tom, I'm just noticing that uh-huh. you've described spaghettini <laughs> before describing spaghetti, and your oh. description for spaghettini is long, thinner than spaghetti. But what is spaghetti? Long, thin, cylindrical. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I describe them in the order that the. Um, I, I randomly generated the the pairings. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah and spaghettini just ended up. <laughs> I just look at him, just like, but is spaghettini in a cylinder? I, I don't know. I spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. I uh, I think we need to just vote because honestly, like, it's really hard to say objectively that yeah. one of these two is better than the other. So wait, counterpoint. Yeah. Penne is good warm and in salads. Ooh. Yep. Yep. But that. That's not the argument we're trying to make. It's the best shape. Well, but spaghettini, I mean, are we talking about versatility, though? I feel like versatility is part of the it's best. It's got to be a factor, yeah. Spaghettini oh, is specifically mostly... shape-oriented. <laughs> it just says best. <laughs> I was thinking about shapes. Um, I think that's a good argument, but also... Spaghettini are so good. Like they angel are, hair pasta yeah, is like very, very yummy. Mm-hmm. It's like a fresh tomato It's like sauce. airy yeah. and yummy. Yeah. I'm voting penne. 
I'm voting Penne. I'm also voting Penne. We're going to reluctantly put Penne onto the next round because. <laughs> and cry. Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Is my pen just garbage? No, uh, the, the, the ink is a bad color for this bracket. I'm, okay. I'm regretting this a little bit. <clears throat> Our next round, spaghetti. <laughs> Sorry, is... I just read ahead. Please allow me. Uh, we have spaghetti and rigatoni. And for those viewers at home that don't know what spaghetti is, uh, ask your parents. <laughs> I mean, I can't help you. <laughs> However, rigatoni, medium to large tubesters with flat edges. Yeah. Please tell me. <laughs> Please. Well, the inspiration for tubesters. Uh, well, tubesters sounds like, like a 90s yogurt snack. Where, where rigatoni is very popular and hip with the kids. Yeah, exactly. You never filled a rigatoni with some 90s yogurt? Oh, no. So so rigatoni, I, I like rigatoni because they're, they feel like penne to me, but a little bit more uniform. And, a, and they're bigger. And I appreciate both those things about them because you can get a lot of content inside them. <laughs> You just like your pasta. Well, I lost track of what uniform. we were talking about for a very hot sec. Woofta. <laughs> <laughs> However, spaghetti, as we just discussed with its little brother spaghettini, spaghetti is important. I just feel like if we go with rigatoni over spaghetti right after we went with penne over spaghettini, we're showing a very clear bias towards tubular pasta. Mm. See, I thought you were going to say if we pick uh, rigatoni over spaghetti, we're going to go to hell. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mostly because, mostly because I will say this, spaghetti is the best out of these two, (laughs) mostly for the sole reason because Eminem. Oh, and his mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah. And like the amount of uh, notoriety that spaghetti has. Yeah. And like, you can tell your friends, it's like, hey, I just made some spaghetti. spaghetti. And you'd be like, ah, oh, you made spaghetti. Ah, <laughs> spaghetti. I love spaghetti. Spaghetti, spaghetti. You're like rigatoni. Hey, I just made rigatoni. All right, all right. Fucking pretentious fuck. <laughs> yeah. You can't, you can't not make rigatoni for your for just like a casual occasion. You have to go somewhere and have it. Spaghetti. You're a poor ass person in who knows where doing paying off student loans and having a terrible time being a human and an adult. You know what makes you feel like an adult? Cooking. You know who's got your back? <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti is also a favorite of like fundraiser nights and like big group gatherings get your spaghetti meatball dinners to raise money for your you know church camp trip to lake wherever so david's making the argument that spaghetti is good because it is more proletarian and communist and tom is making the argument that spaghetti is better because it's more evangelical (laughs) i thought (laughs) so everybody wins Uh, the commies and the fascists Spaghetti for the people, by the people, for everyone involved. Also, buy it. <laughs> okay, should we? Should we? Are we in agreement then? Spaghetti beats at rigatoni. I feel uh, like we could talk about spaghetti a lot more. We will. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Wait, real, real quick thing. So, spaghetti. Um, in my household, mm-hmm. as I make it for my friends, I call it spaghetti. Yep. I'm gonna make some spaghetti or yep. some spaghetti. I once. Ha- Decided to Google spagoots Uh-oh. and oh, no, no, just no. to see what I would find. 
And I scrolled down the list, and the first thing that caught my eye was just a picture of just red solo cups everywhere, just like a collage of them, and in the center in white bold text, communism. <laughs> I hope it's still there. That's incredible. I'm gonna serve you up a healthy dose of communist agenda. Delicious. In my I often call them spagoobles. Oh no. <laughs> That's too dangerously close to spagobbles. Oh no. Nazi pasta. See, everybody likes pasta. <laughs> we got fascism, we got communism, we got capitalism, and we got evangelism. <laughs> I loved that movie. <laughs> uh, moving on to our next round vermicelli, which is a long round thinner in the US or thicker in Italy. Noodle, that is in comparison to spaghetti. Yeah, apparently it's different. So this is two kinds of pasta. It's two kinds of pasta. This is... It's worm-like pasta. Ew. Yeah. Uh, versus tortellini, mm. which is the ring-shaped version of ravioli stuffed with meat and or cheese. I do love tortellini. Me too. And I'm angry that vermicelli is two things. Me three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with also Tortellini, because it was the first one that I recognized. And, and doesn't it mean, aren't we talking about like turtles versus worms here? We are. Yeah. Yep. Vermicelli is worms. Tortellini is all tortoises. Icky, icky. But, no es bueno. But which would you rather eat? <laughs> I would probably eat a worm over a turtle. Really? Really? Turtle soup is like a famous thing. Yeah. And a worm goes down easy. It's very small. Slimy it's, yet satisfying. But they're full of dirt. Yeah. And you eat radishes. I love radishes. You wash the worm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Boys and girls, wash your worms before you eat them. You don't know where they've been. But you also have to give the worm an enema. Oh, yeah. Because the worm is full of dirt. Icky, icky. <laughs> so tortellini, then. My thing is, is that like, if you take just a worm and a turtle, you compare them side by side, you're like, you're going to eat one of these things. I'd be like, I'm going to eat the worm because I'm going to get that over with quick. It's just going to... All right, fine. Just give it to me. Swallow. Done. Right. Turtle is just like... You have to cut into it. You but have like, to like get in there. I wasn't thinking of eating live animals when I when I said this. Well, that was your first yeah. mistake. Yeah, we're talking about food. Yeah. Okay, so we're killing vermicelli going forward with tortellini. Yeah, I'll still kill verm because I don't know what that is. Right. Uh, all right, <laughs> moving on to our next round. We got little shell boys, little, little shell pastas. These boys like to catch chunks of sauce for a bonus yum versus farfalle. Bowtie pasta. Some people call these butterflies. Those people are wrong. Okay, but my four-year-old calls it butterfly pasta. Don't know what to tell you. It's very cute. It's cute, but it's, it's not. It's kids not right. Be wrong too. Yeah, kids are wrong about stuff sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your your kid thinks that tunip character on Octonauts is named Turtle. So I don't care what your kid calls bowtie pasta. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. There's a character on the children's program Octonauts who is half tuna, half turnip. Whose name is Tunip, appropriately. <laughs> My child is absolutely convinced that this character is named Turtle. And anytime I refer to this character as Tunip, its correct name, my kid bursts out laughing and goes, it's so silly that you think his name is Tunip. It's Turtle. I love the eloquence in me. <laughs> You're so silly that you think this thing. 
Come on, mom, you dunce. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like... I feel like that kind of confidence, like, should should make us all question it's admirable. What, what is true, and therefore... <laughs> You're so silly that you think this thing. Wow, you said that with such gusto. Maybe I am silly. Yeah, I mean, Ooh. so anyway, I'd like to argue that, that butterflies is a better name than bowtie, but farfalle is the correct, which means yeah, butterfly but the correct in food Italian. Is, oh, really? Yeah. Well, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's shaped like a bowtie. I have never seen a butterfly that looks like a pinched bowtie. Sorry. That's also a valid um, point, yeah. This bracket is very difficult for me because these are it's two of my favorite it. pastas. It's Little Shell Boys for I'm, me. I'm into Little Shell Boys, too. I think the farfalle are Wait. great. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> you know Franklin the turtle? <laughs> It's Franklin. <laughs> In French, fun fact, that character is named Benjamin. What? What? Yep. Because when they translated it for Francophone audiences, they were like, well, Franklin's not really a, a French name. I know. What about Benjamin? You know, <laughs> like Benjamin like... Franklin. So he's Benjamin, the turtle. I really hope there was like... Uh, uh, it's, hey, it's like Benjamin Franklin. And then somebody in the studio was like, that's stupid. <laughs> Shut up. That's still not French. <laughs> they, there's just so many French names you could go with. Yeah. Francois. Francois. Francis. Yeah. I don't think anybody would have been uh, accepting of a turtle named Francois. <laughs> <laughs> Francis the Francois turtle. Francois the tortue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Little Shell Boys, I say, wins it. Yeah, this me one. too. Final round of our first round. <laughs> <laughs> we may need to speed round the rest. <laughs> it'll it'll be easier because we're not introducing any new competitors. Right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, for this last round, we've got ZD, the long, narrow tubes that like to get baked, versus linguini, which is just flat spaghetti. Linguini, so. though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a big fan of ZD. I think baked ziti is a beautiful thing. I, I think don't know if I've ever had ziti. It's kind of, when you do it baked, it's kind of like having a lasagna, but in tube form instead of instead of lasagna form. Tubular lasagna? Oh, it's totally tubular. That is the strangest thing that I've ever heard of. Hmm. Well, I, is it I, just I, like stacks of tubes? <laughs> That's strange. No, I feel like the the ratio of of noodles to stuff gets off. Mm. Like I don't want to eat a big globa, big globa goop. I want to <laughs> eat something sandwiched <laughs> between noodles. I want to have some nice chew. Oh, I some, see what you mean. Chewy goodness. Yeah. Um, I also just really like linguine. It's that kind of situation. I'm showing David a picture of this? some baked ziti currently. But this just looks like half. This, this just looks like penne cut in half. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but like that's all this looks like. Yeah, it's it's I mean it's you're not far off. Honestly. Oh, I have had ziti. Oh, this is the noodle they put in minestrone soups. Possibly. Mm. Can't confirm. Isn't the pasta they put in those soups just penne? 
I know. Like ZD, <laughs> like ZD is big. Isn't ZD a big boy? I yeah, think it's a, a big, it's a it's just a girthy penny. No, no, I hate how that looks. I hate it. Take it away. Take it away. Uh, ZD loses. Am, you know what? Linguini wins. I am ZD on. Is bad. I mean, it's gonna come down to Tom because I am actually on that girthy penny train right now. But it's but it but it's so many holes that things could be hiding in. Sorry, babe. No. I, I'm going. I'm going ZD. The linguini is so good. I mean, He's also that character in Ratatouille. Spoilers, I'm pretty sure ZD is going to lose to Shells in the next round. So yeah, so you can... not <laughs> be too upset. Yeah, that's that's perfectly fair. All right. This is going to be the hardest one. Yeah. We're moving on to our quarterfinal round. Man. Macaroni versus Fusili. What do we think? This is a really hard one. <laughs> Fusili is like, for a long time... I've been on more of a Shells kick recently. For a long time, Fusili was my go-to. I like the way that it spirals a little bit because you get like different pockets of sauce kind of wrapped around it. I want fusilli. I'm fusilli. You're fusilli? I'm fusilli. I just I want it's, mac and it's, cheese. It's, you yeah, don't but, get fusilli and but, cheese. You get mac no, and but cheese. You can, and that's homey. Is, mm. You can make fusilli and cheese though and it works. Yeah, that's but true. it's not like... But it's not mac and cheese. That's a thing. It's just like you're trying to compare it to the gold standard and you're just doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Because like, yeah, you can make fusilian cheese. But at that point, why not just make mac and cheese? That'll just be funner and better. But like, Who's your favorite but, band? Who's your favorite band? I don't know. Give me a favorite band. I don't, who's your favorite artist? I don't, I don't I Me. Don't no. David, who's your favorite band? Me. All right. Oh. <laughs> give, give me a band you like. A band? Yeah. Uh, Flogging Mollies. Okay. Oh, so yeah, nice. would you want to go to the Flogging Mollies concert or would you want to go to a cover band doing a bunch of Flogging Mollies <laughs> exactly. no. songs? Exactly. No. Perfect. That's... I mean, as long as Molly's getting flogged. Like... <laughs> You're an equal opportunity flogger. <laughs> I'm just there for the spectacle, really. <laughs> I don't give a shit about anything else. Uh, no, but I'm still I'm I'm still I'm still gonna go with Fusilli because Matt Camp. I think Fusilli is the perfect the perfect sauce pasta. Yeah. Ooh. Yes. And like and that chewing, like chewing a Fusilli noodle. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't think about chewing my food that much mm-hmm. as uh some people do, apparently. <laughs> it's called mouthfeel, David. <laughs> I mean, I feel like good mouth feel is the kind that you don't think about. Because if I have to think about the feeling in my mouth, and if it, makes, if, it, if it distracts me in any way, it's just like, I'm just going to eat this food. Oh, there's mouth feel. <laughs> that is a concerning reaction. So, like, why do you ever eat anything chewy? Uh, because it's chewy. Yeah. Because it, it's a thing I put in my mouth. I don't eat things. I don't eat things for their texture. I eat things for their flavor. Texture is just a side compartment. Mm, it just rides in the side carry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna disagree that. So. Do you, so, so. Am I breaking oh, the tie here? I mean, yes. But okay. I'm going macaroni. Solid. Yeah. You are just choosing David over me over and over and over again. Yes. Get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, for me, it's it's. No, you're no, you're just wrong. For me, it's cheese versus tomato, <laughs> and I'm gonna choose cheese every day because tomato gives me heartburn, and cheese just makes my tummy go yes. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what happens when you eat a lot of cheese, dear? It's a very loud yes. 
It's just, it's just really exciting. It just needs to get like, out there. I would rather have heard. the shits than heartburn, is what Tom is saying. No, heartburn is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'd rather have the shits than heartburn. Well, I uh, I protest this. I would like to formally file my complaint. All right. I mean, I take want it up our with listeners the board. to know that I was against this vote. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's fair. The next one oh, fuck. is going to be... <laughs> this is going to be another hard one. Oh. Wagon wheels versus penny. Okay, so I will explain to you my relationship with wagon wheels. Um, in my household, I grew up with different variations of very common foods because I grew up in a very kosher and Jewish home. So... Tom knows exactly where I'm at. I do. So KD was the gold standard for uh, cheap macaroni that you could make at home. And that was what your parents would make when they didn't feel like loving you that day. (laughs) (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) In my household, we had something called Wacky Mac. Wacky Mac was a whole bunch of different shapes. Because it's wacky. And one of those shapes was wagon wheels. And uh, the wagon wheels in that box were perfect. They were the perfect shape. They were about the size of a nickel. They were sturdy boys. They didn't fall apart. I don't know where you get your wagon wheels from that just fall apart on you. I don't know how big they are. They, the Oregon know. Trail. They, they definitely shouldn't <laughs> be that big. Um, Those are old also. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little expired. But the point being is that the thing you could do with a wagon wheel, which was the best is that you could take your fork and you could pick them out. And you could just like skewer them with your fork and then you could stack them on your fork. Yep. And you could b- just give them a little squish and put them on the fork. And you- and they would fit perfectly in the spaces of the prongs on the fork. And you could stack exactly eight before <laughs> they started to fall off. And what you did was is that you'd take all these wagon wheels, you'd stack them on top and you put it in your mouth and you go whoop. Mm-hmm. And you just bite down and just pull it away. And that's how you got a face full of wagon wheels. And that's why wagon <laughs> wheels are superior to all other pastas. I forgot about Wacky Mac. Um, no, that's why <coughs> Wacky I'm Mac is wonderful. Uh, penny is my go-to when I go to a restaurant. If I'm ordering pasta at a restaurant, I go straight to Penny. Same. And th- that is very true and for me as well. So yeah, I'm, I'm Team Penny. Yeah, I'm, I'm te- well, I am team penne, but like one thing with penne, actually you saying that reminded me that, that I definitely used to like put one penne noodle on each tine of my fork. Mm. So arguably yep. penne is actually, you can do the same thing where you get a big chewy mouth of pasta. But there's only four. Exactly. I was going to say, <laughs> this is a numbers game now. You can only get four. I don't know what kind of forks you people had, <laughs> but... Uh, that's the worst. I'm now concerned about what forks you had. <laughs> I mean, clearly an eight-tined fork. Oh, yeah. uh, horrifying! I'm, I'm, I'm still Team Penny. Yeah, Penny. But Penny. honorable Penny. mention to to the wheels. It feels so nice to have you pick me over, David. Well, I will say don't, another. Don't po- get used to that. <laughs> <laughs> another positive to Penny is that you can actually extend your eating experience and have everyone in the restaurant hate you is if you decide to eat your penne with one chopstick. <laughs> you just skewer through the tube each one and then just bite down and eat it. That's you wild. can also irritate your parents by using it as a whistle, which if it has the right amount of sauce in it, it that's both sprays just, sauce everywhere and makes a horrible sound. That's just a messy, wibbly wobbly time. Yes, it is. Speaking of messy, wibbly wobbly times, let's move on to the next round. Spaghetti versus tortellini. 
I'm Team Spaghetti on this one. Yeah, it's, it's not even yeah. a contest. It's not yeah. even a question. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, Tortellini is great, but spaghetti is more reliable. Yeah. <laughs> um, quickly gonna say though, if you do decide to eat your penne with a single chopstick, the restaurant staff will look at you funny and ask you to get your shit together. <laughs> you may even be arrested, depending on what part of the world you live in. Yeah, no. Where are you going that has penne and chopsticks? Uh, most uh, kosher. Uh, dairy places because yep. they also specialize in sushi because it's just what you do we can sell fish and cheese things we can't sell meat things so let's do fish i guess yeah. it's weird it's yeah. every uh kosher dairy place there is will have a day where they just make a bunch of sushi and they just have it okay. and it's on the it's on the basis of whether or not the chef decided to come in or not yep <laughs> it's consistent and weird Speaking of things that are weird and consistent, shells versus ziti. Where are we at? Oh, shells. It's shells. shells. Shell boys. It's shell boys. Shell boys. Shells. Mostly because. Oh man. <coughs> Ziti's just penne. We already have penne on this. Whatever. Yeah. We're we're into our semifinal round. Fuck. This is getting. This is gonna get harder. Macaroni versus penne. I'm in, I'm still in team macaroni. Still macaroni team is the gold standard. Macaroni it, is curvy penne. Oof. Strong disagree. <laughs> <laughs> that is a very different take on things. Yeah, that's true. Like, like the thing is, is that anything you can do with penne, you can do with mac and cheese or with macaroni. Mm. Anything you can do with, like, you can't do the same things with macaroni that you can with penne. Like, <laughs> imagine a dish like macaroni and cheese with penne. I have made They're that. too big. They're too. You can't. Mm. It's not going to be the right consistency. It's not going to be the texture. It's not going to give you the right. Now, okay, so 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 like let's let's strip away all the extras and talk about bowl of plain macaroni, bowl of plain penne. Get out of my house! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? Who eats that? I am feeding a four-year-old. Um, just like which one would you rather snack from the colander while you're prepping the rest of the meal? Oh. Hmm. I feel like this is such a fringe case to be the deciders. It's like, I mean, would I li- which unprepared thing do I like the most? Which one would you rather eat raw? Yuck. Oh, man. Macaroni will be done quicker. Because you can't just compare mac and cheese to penne in some dish you don't like. Like, you got to think about them, like, on equal terms. Yeah. The thing is, if here's the thing. If somebody brought me a plate of... Ba- like a baked mac and cheese not none of this like boiled stovetop whatever yeah. like a baked mac and cheese made with penne i'd be like yeah okay cool that's pretty good if someone brought me like a penne arrabbiata or any other fancy sauce but they made it with macaroni i would say get this off the table please and bring me garlic <laughs> really? bread instead. i would yes. i would be like that's awesome i would be <laughs> very okay with that I've done that though. I have made a, an arabiata sauce and put it with macaroni, and you'd be surprised how good it is. Oh, I bet it's delicious. Macaroni but it's not the have, shape I want. Yeah, macaroni doesn't have ridges, and the hole is too little. Yeah. Now, the large version of macaroni, macaro, <laughs> which certainly must exist because that's how you know words work. Uh, might it does. be better. I have seen it. Right, like a big a big tube. It's I I'm I it's personally just like pasta's got to have ridges. If it's going to be a smooth tube boy, it's got to have ridges to grab stuff. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm I think I'm going penne on this one. I mean, I disagree, penne. but uh, well, penne I moves have been on. Out 
voted. Penny moves on to the final round. Now let's find out who it's competing against. Is it going to be Spaghetti or those Lil Shell Boys? I'm with Spaghetti. Mostly because like I'm remembering a time when I would not buy or order uh, food from the cafeteria because <laughs> my family didn't put me on that program. But I do remember a time when people were finished with their food. It's just like, hey, can I have your plate? I'm going to go over and take some spaghetti. And they were like, yeah, sure. And get me refills. And this huh. one that was the easiest to get away with was spaghetti. Because hmm. they were like, yeah, no, definitely there was food on this. This was not just an empty plate. <laughs> this is a dirty, disgusting plate that somebody has definitely eaten from. Yeah, sure, I'll glob on some spaghetti for you. <laughs> I've got to say, David, I really appreciate your pragmatic approach to this. Thank you. I take a pragmatic approach in most things I do because... I ain't got time for bullshit. <laughs> um. And also, again, spaghetti. Mm. It's spaghetti. spaghetti. Do we have a defense for shells? I, I mean, I really like shells. <laughs> like, I'm having trouble because I, I like shells. Like, if you make a shell dish that has, like, some chickpeas or some peas or, like, that white bean... You know what this Tuscan sounds like? Tuscan white bean pasta, and the pasta just kind of wraps around it. Mm-hmm. You know what this sounds like to me? Yeah. It sounds like to me that you are ch- deciding to choose your cool uncle over your grandmother. Yes. I would choose my grandmother over my cool uncle. What if your grandmother's racist? Ooh. Then she's my cool <laughs> grandmother. <laughs> she's, old and, she's old and rustic, and you know what? I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that throughout the years of when food was being invented and made has stayed true and has stayed delicious and wonderful. Has not needed to bend or twirl or get out of shape and be just a tube. Yeah, no, it's a difficult, it's difficult for me. It's it's a challenging choice. My money's on spaghetti. You're on spaghetti. I'm on spaghettes. Where are you at? I, I'm I'm undecided as of yet. All right. I'm going to think out loud here for a sec. My my feeling is that I hate cooking spaghetti and mm. serving spaghetti. Because when you serve spaghetti, even if you've got the big the big fork with the or the, the slotted spoon with the, the, the sort of the spaghetti grabbers, spoon, the spaghetti spoon, even if you've got that, you're going to end up grabbing more by accident than you mean to because mm. it's going to get tangled up. And then you're going to have trouble serving. Whereas when you do shells, you get what you scoop. Alternately, That's you it. can't twirl shells around your fork. Counterpoint, when you twirl spaghetti around your fork and it's saucy, sometimes it splashes. And that's right in my no-no zone. So. <laughs> yeah, but then you got to... From what I have just learned about Tom is that he is very particular about very specific things. Number you one... just learned this. The fact that you go into your, you go into the argument is like you know it's very hard to like get the exact amount of spaghetti you want for a bowl serving. Also, sauce can splash everywhere. It has nothing to do with maybe you should not spin around like a lunatic or just like you know just just twirl. I don't know. I don't even know what speed you have to go to like twirl your spaghetti where sauce gets everywhere. If you okay, you're you're twirling right. You're, you're, even if you're slowly twirling, sometimes a noodle comes up from underneath the pile 
as you're twirling and it like flicks a little bit. You, you take a spoon and you take your pasta and you put the the fork on the spoon and then you twirl. That's no. how you that's how you do it. That's, that's how, my not. Italian not, father absolute, taught me this. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, wrong. I, I can't. I can't do that. I um, have a winning argument. Are you let's ready? hear it. Let's hear it. Spaghetti has extended beyond the kitchen. It has extended beyond just being food. And it has given us many inventions, like the electronic self-spinning fork. It has been the cause of progress and innovation. What has, what has Little Shell Boys given us? Mirth. Annie's mac and cheese. Yep, I'm Shells. <laughs> I'm Shells. I'm Team Shells. I'm Spaghetti. Spaghetti moves yeah. on. All right. Spaghetti moves Spaghetti on. Moves on. Just I'm, for the I'm okay with that. Yeah, it was hard. It was it was a hard decision. It was Sophie's choice. So now now we have <laughs> we have penne and spaghetti. Let's I say mm-hmm. we put the spaghetti and the penne and cook it together, like a little necklace. Like a little How necklace. did we get back to this? <laughs> oh, it's the spaghetti. <laughs> All right, I'm about it. You're about it. I'm about that necklace. I'm about. I am about calling it. Hey, these two are delicious, and I, I don't think I, I can compare the two. I don't think we're allowed to do that. Mm-mm. No, I there think has to be like a winner. The Hunger Games, like we have to kill PETA or Katniss because I it's mean, food based. I'll say the, the next person uh, who's listening to this to eat either of those things wins. That's true. They win. You're the real winners. What guys. do we have in our cupboard right now? Uh, ooh, um, we might. We actually might have both of those in our cupboard right now. Okay. Yeah, you should. You should put them inside each other and cook them. Oh, man. All right. Or at least do one so you can put it up on Instagram later and be like, what should we talk about today? Guys, we need to, we need to, if if you had to choose, if you had to choose, what are you going to choose? We we really, we need to choose. I would choose penne. You would choose penne? I'd choose penne. Because penne arrabbiata to me is just a wonderful treat. Yeah. And it's like the only thing I order at restaurants. They have spaghetti. They have other things. I just want penne arrabbiata. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would choose penne. Yeah. Penne is more versatile. I'm with you guys. We have I'm a sorry, winner. Grandma. <laughs> Where's my... So, Gabriel. Oh, oh, no. What the hell? My, my. Is your air horn app not working? My air horn app's not working. <laughs> do you have a, do you have a pasta slurp? What the app? fuck? Why is my air horn app not working? So quiet. Well, that was a letdown. I was going to play that as soon as we decided who our winner was. I mean, our winner is Penny. (laughs) You can just edit that together and it'll be fine. That's it. Fix it in post. (laughs) Goodness. I'm I'm happy with this. It was hard, but I'm happy with our choice. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not allowed to be your friend anymore because of your disdain for wagon wheels. Or that, Tom, show Mm -hmm. her Wacky Mac. Yeah, <laughs> show her a good time. We got to get some wacky mac. I, don't, I never find it in stores. <laughs> you have to go to the is kosher this, places. That's so is far this away. the moment when we can talk about the penis pasta thing? Go for it. So I found a thing on the internet. Somebody shared it to a group. Have you seen this, David? Because you're dying already. <laughs> I've bought this. Okay, yes. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> but this story is better because this woman was at the market with her two small children who are like two and seven months and her daughter goes like mommy mommy smiley face pasta smiley face pasta can we get it and the mom is at the grocery store oh, and no. tired and just like yeah fine whatever grabs a bag of pasta gets home cooks it up 
And it's dick-shaped pasta. It's a bowl of dicks. And she was like, well, now I'm feeding my two children a bowl of dicks for lunch. <laughs> as long as it wasn't packed and sent off it's to just, school with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Principal just, comes it's over so and says, beautiful. Oh, just Mrs. Love it. Smith, did you, <laughs> did you just send your children into school with penis pasta? <laughs> now, you said you bought this. I have bought. Where, where do you get it? Where do you think? Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. a like a sex shop. Yeah. They have they pasta? sell it. They have so many interesting things. That's I'm fascinating. I'm going to start grocery shopping um, at the sex shop. I'm trying to remember exactly what the context was. I think it was because I had a friend who was leaving from out of town and I wanted to get them something stupid. Was it Miller? Did you get Miller penis no, pasta? No, it was <laughs> No, it was someone else. Okay. Um and I wanted to, I essentially first wanted to get them just a bag of dicks. Like the candy. Right. Like, it's like the gummy candy shaped like dicks. So I could be like, here's a bag of dicks before you go. Ha ha, it's funny. But I went in, found a bag of dicks, bought it. But while I was there, I'm like, wait, they serve pasta here? <laughs> so now I was like, at this this quandary, it's just like, I could get a bag of dicks. I get penis pasta. I think I want both. Yeah. So now I want every sex shop uh, in Canada and the U.S. to have a little soup kitchen <laughs> inside them Yuck. so they can serve penis pasta. <laughs> Uh, I, I feel like that would go passerbys. against some health violations. I think that that is uh, incorrect and stigmatized. Sex shops are usually very clean. I know they're very clean. I feel like people would, like, I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, the actual, like, laws. Because, like, I don't know, I used to you work to at a... You to zoned for that, yeah. I used to work at a spice boutique and we weren't allowed to serve food. Huh. <laughs> like, you have to get a special license. That's mm-hmm. silly. You can yeah. sell. You can sell uncooked food? But you can't, like, serve it as a meal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can sell dry pasta in a bag. Yeah. But you can't boil it. Even if it's dick-shaped. Yeah. (laughs) And that's the kind of lesson that we all want to learn here on Up for Discussion. Topics of High Importance, a podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of high importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? <laughs> Hi, I'm Tristan Damour. You might know me from the Scrum Podcast. Hi, I'm Harrison Milo Jason. You might know me from, uh, anyway... So we're here to tell you about a new podcast miniseries called Hebemus Pod. It's a show about HBO's The Young Pope. Every episode, we'll feature a guest viewer to talk about an episode. Will they have a fresh perspective on the show, two years after it aired? We sure hope so. It's very simple. We talk about three things. A highlight, a low light, and the very famous Cherry Coke Zero character of the episode. Yes, yes. Uh, and we hope you tune in right here on the Upford Network. Guys, remember you can rate and review the show on Apple and Stitcher, Apple, on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. That confused me a whole lot. Guys, write a five star review on an Apple and throw it at a squirrel in a park. That squirrel will listen to the podcast, and then people will like us better. Uh, we're also one review away from thirty reviews on Stitcher. So if you've been thinking about leaving us a Stitcher review, wouldn't it be satisfying to be number thirty? <laughs> That's all I got for you. <laughs>
<laughs> Subscribe to the show on your podcast app of choice and share this episode with a friend who has strong opinions about pasta. Have them send in their bracket uh, or, you know, share this with someone who needs to find a new habit, a new good habit or a bad one. <laughs> we could be that for them. Do you need to get that? You might need to get that. Cool. Bye, Tepper. Yeah. You guys can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. David, you're not on Twitter. I. What's that? And Tepper is at Tepper Bear. Uh, David, do you have any shows to plug? Uh, I do. I'm just looking for the dates because okay. I don't remember. David will plug some shows in a minute after I tell you guys about Crackers and Jam. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. They're also doing a GoFundMe campaign right now to raise money for their upcoming album, El Casino. You can click the link in the description of this episode to go show them some love. <laughs> I guess I gotta go. That's bizarre. <laughs> uh yeah i will do this later okay cool david will uh (laughs) there will be a link to whatever david was about to plug in the description of this episode (laughs) the show is produced and edited by me tom zalatni for the upford network you can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com we'll see you guys next week with a slightly better organized episode with slightly less pasta talk but not no pasta talk just less (laughs) yeah he's come to see you i said